Hey beautiful people and welcome to Concealed Scars. Today's topic is on grief. Grief is deep sorrow especially caused by death or loss of something or someone. The five stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Today I have Miss Mimi who is the host of Talk with Touche and I wanted to welcome her to today's podcast. Okay, hi, my name is Meaning talk with Two J. Um, I'm a, a podcaster. I uh, talk about anything, any kind of topic you would like to hear about. Talk about like maybe health reasons, something if you help with anything. I talk about that life experience and both these deaths too. Anything mm-hmm. else you want to know, I talk about that too. So just come to my podcast. <laughs> so I know when before we even decided on this I was not expecting this to be the topic I didn't know what our topic was going to be so when you sent me this I was like ooh now that's going to touch some people because I know not every topic I do everyone has experienced but I know for a fact at least everybody has dealt with some form of grief whether it be like a personal loss whatever the case is we've all experienced some form of grief what is your view on grief in general my view is that okay doesn't matter how you grieve or what happened in your life it's um like okay if you lost someone it might be hard for you to grieve but everybody grieves differently mm-hmm. no one grieves the same no one can tell you it's gonna if people tell you though it's gonna be okay but yeah. in your mind, you might say, well, it's not going to be okay because you never know how a person's going to be feeling. He's down inside. Like, people can tell you, well, let it go. He's, person's gone or whatever happens, gone. You can't yeah. tell nobody that's going to happen because you're not in their shoes. You don't know what they've been through or how long they know the person or whatever happened to whatever situation happened. You just can't tell a person, well, you'll be okay. Move on. You can't tell nobody that because you don't know what their mindset is, or how they think it in their mind. Mm-hmm. People take grieving as a different, different, different way. People don't take yeah. the same. Like you might take it as remember the good time or the bad time. People might take it as the might take a long time to get over the person. It might be two years, three years, four years down the line for them to actually get over the person. You know. Yeah. What I, mean? I agree. Everyone's view and way they deal with grief is different not everyone is gonna be the same in the way they see it and it also can depend on whatever it is they're grieving on and I think it's a natural reaction or response for people to say everything's gonna be okay because we kind of don't know what to say to somebody when they're grieving so your natural response is just to say it'll be okay whether it's okay or not it's like a courtesy type of thing, but yeah, you can't really decipher if somebody's going to be okay. Yes. How do you personally deal with grief? Well, the way I deal with it now, I just mm-hmm. go to a therapist, but she didn't help too well. She mm-hmm. like, you cut yourself, you did. I said, yes. But she put me in a hospital. That, mm-hmm. didn't, that did okay, but it's not like you can't put me in somewhere and expect me to be okay with it. Or give yeah. me medicine and, and put a bandaid on it, basically, and say, "Well, it's gonna help." No, they told me the way you deal with it is you meditate, you create, yeah. meditate, or you 
do something that's going to stimulate your mind, right? Like, do some jewelry, go for a walk, exercise, yeah. read a book, listen to music, do something that's calm your mind. That yeah. way you can't think about it too much. Or what I used to do is think about the good times I had with the person. Mm-hmm. Or I try to go for a walk and I, you know, listen to music, watch TV, or be around family. Yeah. Kind of keep your mind off of it. Control my, you know, emotions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or talk to God. Okay. However, you know, the way of getting over it. Yeah. You know, you can't just sit there and wallow in it because it's not going to do no justice but make it work for yourself. Yeah. If you sit there and just think yeah. about it all the time. I agree. I kind of do the same thing. It also depends on what I'm grieving or who I'm grieving over. Yeah. I think my my last real like big grief it's I've ex- I'm at the point of accepting it. I've accepted it. So it's not as bad as it was in the beginning, but I do have like every now and then you're going to have those moments or those triggers like possibly like around the anniversary of whenever they passed or their birthday or whatever the case may be but I do the same thing I might go listen to music or I'll go watch something or I like to write so I might go and journal something down it has nothing to do with that person but I'm just writing something just to get clear my mind well you... oh I'm sorry Continue. well he died in May right Mm-hmm. So May will be our, I think, three years. And probably mm-hmm. got married in May, too, of this year. So okay. he died in May, and his friend was in May. That's not really bothering me. So mm-hmm. I want to have a mind while they think of something to do that I won't get so upset about it. Yeah. But it's going to be kind of hard because that's the day we got married in May. And it's like, you took something away from me that I could have had. You know yeah. I learned how to blame God for his mistake because not God's mistake. Yeah. Had to learn to accept that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you, and I am for your too. Thank you, and you're welcome. Do you believe that, or do you feel that grief can only involve death, or can it involve an ending, any type of relationship? No, it's involve friendship because a friend is like death too. Y'all been friends like, for 20 plus years and y'all stop talking. That could be a death too because that could be a hard thing for you to go through being someone that you've been knowing for all your life and been around everything your secrets. Yeah, they don't have to be, they don't have to just be a boyfriend. It could be a friend. It could be a dog. It could be uh, your favorite car you might have. You might like the car for 30 some years and y'all had a bond with that car and the car's gone. You know what I'm saying? It could be yeah. you have a grief over it. Not just death. People think just because you grieve, it's gotta be death. No. Yeah. It could be your pet. It could be anything you that you had enjoyment over that made you feel happy about. Yeah. Or restaurant closing down. Never know. <laughs> yeah. Or childhood memory. Who knows? Yeah. You know, it could be anything you grieve over. But everybody has in your business that you wish you were right grieving over something. Because not yeah. everybody's safe to know what's going on with you because you take stuff as a negative. As a negative. You tell them that your car. Got stolen and it was your car for you. You had a car for like 20 some years. And like, oh, you still crying in the car? Yes, it's my car. I had it 20 some years. It's my best friend. And it's like, <laughs> no. Yeah. That's kind of way they take their things differently than we do. 
You're you right. I plowed over my car. <laughs> it might be stupid to you, but it might not be stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like anything. We'll be rebound we, we weight loss. Or we we gain weight and we feel depressed and angry and upset about it. Mm-hmm. So we control our weight. That could be agreed. Or something about ourselves we don't like. You never know what the people are grieving about. Yeah. You just can't judge nobody. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think grief can involve anything. I agree that grief doesn't necessarily or have to always involve death. Grief can just be the ending of something. And you can still go through all those stages in dealing with grief that are outside of death. You can have those stages of denial or anger and bargaining and then just come to the end and just accepting that everything, regardless, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. It's just something we have to all take a lesson and learn from it because yeah. everything's a lesson as well. It's a reason some of these things happen to us. Whether it be good or bad, we not saying that everything bad, you should take a lesson from it, but that's what it is. Yeah. Have you knowingly felt yourself go through the different stages of grief? Yes. I went through happy sometimes. I'm not be happy, not be sad, not be angry, disappointed, and wonder why it happened so soon. Because every time I get close to somebody or something, it goes away. I have a point where I have a problem with attachment. I get attached to people so quick and easy, it's like hard for me to get out of that attachment with people when they're gone. Yeah. So I get depressed, angry, and my body go up to the point where I don't know what to do. Yeah. So I have learned to try to get out of that. It takes some time for me to do that, but I'm working on a step how to get through it. Well, that's so, good. Talking to people, it works. But people sometimes like, I don't keep hearing the same thing. I don't want to keep hearing that. I'm trying to talk about it. No, maybe I don't need you to hear it from me. Maybe my, I'm like, not I like hearing what I'm trying to say. But at least you're here to listen to me. And it's not like I'm trying to bother you with my situation. But it helps. It help me make me feel better about the situation. You know, I know the person's gone. The person's not going to come back. But in fact, in my mind, I'm thinking he might come back. But no, he's not. He's gone. He's in a better place I see. But I still feel hurt and pain that he's not around to spend time with or be with, you know, because I've been through so, many, so much pain in my life where people just leave and don't come back. Mm-hmm. And it feels like that's going to, that's like a repeated cycle for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're at least, it's you're working on it and you're not just in the same place and how you get to where you're not as triggered by certain things and dealing with it do you feel that the way we deal with grief and friendships and relationships are different from the way we grieve in death I know it's kind of what we already answered but it's, it's kind of a different question I think it's different because a person you've been with for all your life, you know, all your life, it's different from a friendship because a friendship, you might last for like five years. A person you might have been with or know five minutes, 20 some years. Mm-hmm. You can, you can, a friendship, it's like, okay, I can move up on a friend. I can always get a friend. But a, a boyfriend or a mother or anybody else that you died, you won't get, the, won't get that same thing back again because 
it's like they know more about you than your really your active friend does. Because your friend might know something a little bit about you here and there. But your sister ever tell them every little thing about you. Your friend yeah. you don't tell too much about you because then it can become the point where it's like bad. Yeah. So it's like if your mother dies, it's more it's hurtful more because you knew that person much longer because they they had they raised you. Yeah. A friend didn't really raise you, she was just there when you needed her. A boyfriend or a girlfriend there when you every day. A friend mm-hmm. you can have for every day, but it's not like they're really actually there for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I understand. So, it's different. I agree. The way we deal with the ending of friendships and relationships and death. I mean, yeah, you're still grieving over both of those type of relationships, but you even if you're not in contact with that person you know in a sense they're okay whereas if you're dealing with grief and death you know you can't talk to them every day like you could talk to whoever you just ended this friendship or relationship with and I think that's something that I know we all consciously consciously know that there's a difference but it's kind of hard to decipher it sometimes. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't know if I'm making sense to myself. Because I know for me personally, the last big grief I dealt with in death, that dealt with death, it took a toll on me for a couple of months. But my grief in friendships, I didn't really notice it people just kind of we kind of just fell off not in a bad way but you just grow apart from people I agree how do you feel or how do you deal sorry with the anniversaries of whatever of your significant other if I can ask that. You don't have to answer. So okay. how do I deal with it? We'll try to remember the good times we had together. Mm-hmm. And try not to think of too much of bad times that we had. Mm-hmm. And try to, you know, like his mom. I try to talk with his mom and, you know, go see her. Yeah. She's okay. She got you doing. You know, his family. And, you know, stuff like that. That way I can know that I still have his family around. And yeah. that he's in a better place. That he's not suffering no more. In this bad mm-hmm. world we live in, yeah, and you know that that he still watching over me and he still loves me in his spirit. Yeah. Not just physically, but he can hear my spirit and he's still in my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I can learn to accept that he's gone now and just say, okay, he's gone. I can try to move on my life. Mm-hmm. Might take time, but I can try to move on. He's telling me, move on with my life. Do you? I'm okay. I'm God got me, and I got to understand that God got him. And he can, he got no harm way. He got suffering no more for any more pain. And that he he's gonna be okay. And I'll be okay too. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, that's good that you still have, even though he's not here, you still have some connection to him. Yeah. And physically. Yeah. For me personally, I'm speaking on my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So I lost her in 
this month actually in 2019 yeah this month in 2019 um the way I anytime I have something big going on in my life I would go to her so when I released this podcast she was gone before I released it but I happened to be off that day and I went to the cemetery like when I have big things going on in my life and I, even though I can't physically talk to her I'll go out to the cemetery and just talk to her on her birthdays I'll go out on her birthday I'll go out there on Mother's Day I'll go out there and I'll go out there and Christmas Christmas I'll go visit her and then sometimes I just go at random just to that's my safe space my safe place is just even though she can't respond to me just going out there and just talking to her and just getting some form of release is different than going to somebody in my family not that it's a bad thing but I just want somebody to listen I don't want like a lot of feedback I just want to get this out yeah and cry in peace basically yeah because when she was living I was always visiting so it's kind of hard for me to get out of the habit of not going to visit even though she's not physically here yeah but I've accepted that she's gone yeah I have my moments I might see a picture in I'll remember it or a video and remember what was going on that day but I'm okay and I understand that she's okay she's with my grandfather so I know she's in a better place because one it's too much going on right now anyway (laughs) so I'm kind of glad she's not here for what all we've got going on pandemic wise and just in the world in general so I see it as a blessing So, I got one last question. (laughs) What comes to mind when you hear the term concealed scars? Well, when it comes to mind, I think about you're trying to um, ease your pain, take away the pain, and, you know, not think about it too much, try to move on, try to put a band-aid on it, basically, to hide the pain. And the frustration you're feeling inside, and you're trying to not deal with it too much, but deal with it, but not as much as you would when a person was when a person was like just dying or whatever, or whatever happens in your in your life. I yeah. feel like you're trying to pack it up, basically. Yeah. Like just just pack it up and let it go. You're letting it go, but you're not really letting it go. Mm-hmm. Basically, still, you know, let your wound heal by itself, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I think of it as. Okay. Well, thank you. There was no wrong answer. I just asked everybody. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you for coming on here. I know we've been working and trying to get this together for a hot little minute. (laughs) Yes, we were. But I appreciate you just being patient with me in general and just coming on here. Make sure y'all check out Talk with Touche. I'll make sure I put the link in the bio so y'all can see where to go and go check her out because she is doing great things on her podcast. Thank you. You're very welcome. 
And we'll see. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and we'll tune in next time. Thank you for coming okay. to Concealed Scars. Bye. I'm just trying to survive. Can I just breathe for a minute? Still there.